B-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause Sandy Wiss is ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, we just saying hi Five somebody rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go Good morning, everybody And welcome to the Pascal Show Yes Woo! It is Thursday, y'all. Wonderful, wonderful Thursday. I hope you guys are having a thriving one today. It is a beautiful one out there today in, in my neck, in our neck of the woods. So if you guys are having the sun shining, blasting in through the windows, maybe you have the windows open because it's a nice, cool August morning. You know what I'm saying? Let the let the curtains billow in the in the in the breeze. You know what I'm saying? In the in the August breeze. Hopefully you guys are in, are having a wonderful one. And if you are having a good morning, please most definitely comment down below and hit that like button down below because we got a lot to talk about today, y'all. There's some crazy stuff that's been going down and continues to be going down today. Um, and we're going to be jumping into it. But before we go into all that stuff, because we got some breaking news, literally it just broke like 10 minutes ago. So bear with us. It's going to be very, very raw us getting through it because uh, it's the first time of us hearing about it. So uh, like we said, it's breaking news, but we're going to jump. We're going to dive on in into it here very, very shortly. But before we get into that conversation, we got to jump into this and talk to my boy. Jackie Buck is in the house. What's up, man? Here I am, right here. Yeah, uh, there you go. Roll call. Present. Yes. The <laughs> present. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Good morning, man. Good to see you. Were you always like the third or fourth kid in the alpha- alphabetical order thing? Were you always like the third or fourth kid? You know, Pretty the second, third, or fourth? I was always like the second or third. I was never the first in the class. Uh, there was always somebody that had a an, an last name with an A. But, you know, I was always either two, like second or third. Yeah. Uh, I think one year I was fourth, like in seventh grade or something like that. Yeah. Uh, high school was a little di- bit different. There was a whole bunch of people last name A's. But grade school was small. So, like, yeah, I was always, you know, that, that was when really, you know, roll call inside school was really taking place. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, I was always second, third, or fourth. It was always yeah. somewhere around there. You know what I'm saying? There's always an Adams or an Alexander. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. a... And then they Baker. came in and they'd be like, today we're going to give out ice cream, but we're starting with the last names first. Oh, of course. And going with like Z's. It's like, hey. Yeah. Isn't that annoying as hell? And you're like, yeah. I just want some ice cream, man. I just want a cookie. Just give me the damn cookie. Be all melted. Now give me some candy. You know what I'm saying? Right. A little throwback. A little, little Adam Sandler for you. You know what I mean? Now give me some candy. Um, but anyway. Hope you guys are having a wonderful one, a dope one, a fantastical, amazing one today. Um, the, you know, there's there's quite a bit of things that we got to talk about today. Uh, everything from the homophobic slur that was said live hot on a mic during a baseball game. We got Trump talking about QAnon and giving it giving QAnon some love. Yeah. That's not that's not a lie. We're going to show you guys the video of that, too. And then also there's this is breaking news and we got to jump right into it, bro, because this is like this is hot. This is hot off the presses, y'all. You know what I mean? Extra, extra. Read all about it. 
This is hardcore news right now. Steve Bannon has been arrested for fraud. Jack, come on with the story, bro. Give me something sure. good. Yeah, uh, I mean, these are things that are just dropping in here in the last five, ten minutes that are really coming through. Uh, but former Trump advisor Steve Bannon uh, has been arrested on charges of defrauding donors and a fundraising scheme. Mm. Uh, himself and, uh, let's see, I think there is uh, three of his associates uh, were indicted by investigators of the U.S. Southern District of New York uh, this morning. Um, which they allege that the group of conservative leaders defrauded donors that, that led to raising more than $25 millions to build a wall along the southern border of the United States. Whoa. Uh, the U.S. Uh, Postal Inspection Service assisted in the investigation. Uh, the other mentions that are in the indictment so far have been uh, Timothy Shea, uh, who is the acting administrator of Drug Enforcement Administration in, in May, uh, Brian Colfage, uh, Colfage, uh, uh, who was an Iraq War veteran, and Andrew Baldalto. I'm not sure who that person is. Uh, the campaign was intended to raise money uh, to help build the wall, uh, but instead, the prosecutors allege that Bannon and his team just profited off the arrangement uh, and collected received hundreds of thousands of dollars in donor funds from We Build the Wall which they each use in a manner inconsistent with the organization's public representations. Bruh. So, uh, yeah, that's huh. um, pretty intense. You know, they're saying the defendants defrauded hundreds of thousands of donors, capitalizing on their interest in funding a border wall to raise millions of dollars under the false pretense that all the money would be spent on construction. And while repeatedly assuring donors that Brian Colfage, uh, the founder and public face of We Build the Wall, would not be paid a cent. The defendant secretly schemed to pass hundreds of thousands of dollars to him, which he used to fund his lavish lifestyle. Uh, we thank the USPIS for their partnership in investigating this case, and we remain dedicated to rooting out and prosecuting fraud wherever we find it. Yeah. Interesting. Now, I want to remind you guys that this was Trump's former White House chief strategist, Steve Bannon. This is the same Steve Bannon that worked closely with Donald Trump. Now, the other thing that is very interesting, I just want to point out, raised more than $25 million to build a wall along the, um, along the southern border of the U.S., of the United States, these United States of America. And uh, they went ahead and used that money, or they're being, he is being accused, this is alleged, obviously, um, of using this money for his, at his own leisure, with, with you know for his own things, twenty five million dollars. Actually, it's him and three other of three of his associates. Three mm -hmm. of his associates were indicted by investigators. So four guys went out there. Four people, because we don't know if they're you know who else is in there. Um, uh, actually, we got Tim. Yeah, you you said the other guys. I'm sorry. These mm -hmm. so there's four guys, four guys. Real talk, all together, band together, and just split up 25 million dollars. Or they didn't take you know, it all. I know, I know. I'm just saying <laughs> they they took. That's why I was trying to reiterate what I was saying or edit what I just said. Um, not all 25 million million, but I'm sure they took. You know, they 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 you know they took a good percentage of that 25 mil. You know, and split it amongst themselves for sure for all their hard work. Isn't that some wild stuff? 
That is yeah. wild. You so, know what I'm saying? So far, they're saying Colfage uh, covertly took for his personal use more than $350,000 in funds. Uh, they did so by uh, through a nonprofit organization that was under his control called Nonprofit One, which received over a million dollars from We Rebuild the or We Build the Wall, uh, and at least some of which Bannon used to cover hundreds of thousands of dollars in Bannon's personal expenses. Uh, to conceal the payments, uh, they devised a scheme to route those payments through We from you know We Build the Wall to Nonprofit One, and a shell company under Shea's control. Uh, among other avenues, and they used fake invoices, sham vendor arrangements, and other ways to ensure uh, that he was known in a text message to Baldalto that his pay arrangement remained confidential and mm. kept on a need-to-know basis. And so they knew what they were doing, and they were trying to cover it up. But, 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 these are only accusations. Uh, only accusations. You know, they're they're only guilty if they're not pardoned. See what I did there? I see what you did there. Yeah. You know, here it is. Um, more and more, we're starting to see random, you know, more and more, we're starting to see things starting to pop up. You know what I'm saying? Like, as much as there are people out there that say, hey, let me just say this. Bannon, Obviously, we already know how a lot of people have feelings about Bannon. Even people who are Trump supporters, they have feelings about Steve Bannon. So let's not let's not fake the funk here. We already know that that dude's crooked to begin with. But I can't help but say, y'all, like, you are the people that you keep. So if you got somebody, if you've been working with Steve Bannon or you've been working with a guy like Steve Bannon for a long period of time, you're not telling me that his bad habits wouldn't maybe rub off on you just a tiny bit, just a little, like a little bit, like a little, little bit. I don't know. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of criminal activity that that is going on. You know, there's a lot of white collar crime that's going on here that I feel like. I mean, it just it just makes me think what is going on, really going on with Trump as well. But here it is not trying to bash anybody, not trying to bash the president right now. I'm just posing questions. You know what I mean? So and that is a good question. Uh, Tanu Vane, Tanu Vane just asked, why did Trump fire Bannon? I don't remember why he fired Bannon. That's a very good question. Um I don't remember either. I, I feel like these past four years with the amount of people that have been in and out of the White House and been in and out of the team uh, for Donald Trump. I mean, you're like, remember that guy? You know what I'm saying? A lot of times it's like, remember that guy? Remember this other guy? Because they come in and out so quickly. So, you know, like I said, not throwing yeah. any shade on anybody. I'm just saying, hey. There is too many. There are too many random things and very shady, shading, shady things going on, for you not to sit here and and turn your your focus over to the man who's running our country. That's all I'm gonna say. You know. It's it's getting harder and harder and harder, to, not look that way and and question a few things, you know. 
And then, of course, we already know that a lot of people sit there and say, you know, a lot of people who are not Trump supporters say that he is that Trump is working his butt off so that he can get reelected so he doesn't find himself behind bars once he walks out of the White House, you know, to extend his time as much as he can free because the people say that he's been a crook for a while. So, you know, I just put the question out to you guys. What are your thoughts? Comment down below in regards to this whole thing with Steve Bannon. Do you think that there's any connection with Trump and Steve Bannon in regards to this whole thing? You know, obviously, there's ways that you can make it seem like there's ways he can do it without making it seem like he's connected. You know what I'm saying? And maybe Steve Bannon just did it on his own. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe that's one of the reasons why Trump let him go because Steve Bannon was being a dirty, dirty crook. Maybe that's what it is, too. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just throwing out those those options. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to throw anybody under the bus. These are the questions I pose and throw up to you guys. Comment down below. Let me know what your thoughts are on this for sure. Jack, what were you going to say? Um, I mean, Bannon was involved with Trump's campaign for a little while. Um, and then he, then there, like, there were some candid statements that were in a book afterwards. Um, and then, you know, after he was fired, Trump really, you know, tried to distance himself Mm-hmm. Uh, from Bannon, Steve Bannon has nothing to do with me or my presidency. When he was fired, he not only lost his job, he lost his mind. Mm-hmm. Steve was a staffer who worked for me after I already won the nomination. Like it, he, as as everybody else that leaves Trump's administration, um, he hardly knows him. He doesn't talk to him. He didn't do anything for him. Um, you know, it's like I don't know what to you know where the line actually is with. The, the two of them, because right. Bannon has come out and saying that they they still talk. Trump says he doesn't he doesn't talk to them, uh, and so it's like, okay, who who's lying? <laughs> right, right. But <laughs> you, you, one of them is. But, but here <laughs> like, it is though. Here it is though. Let me let me just pose this other option too. What if Trump found out about him, all those fraudulent um, actions that he did, and with the uh, other three guys? Maybe maybe Trump found out and said. You know what? I'm not throwing you. I'm not throwing you under the bus, but we got to part ways. I ain't cool with this. Bye. You see what I'm saying? Maybe he did that, too. I'm just saying I'm posing that as a as a possibility of him going. Well, I saw all these things. I heard about these things. So before people start to dive in and start making it seem like I'm connected to this crooked work. We're parting ways right now. And I'm denouncing you as a friend. You know, I'm denouncing you as a as a, uh, uh, you know, as a, uh, what's the word? Not an employee, but, you know, somebody you work an with. An enemy of my presidency? <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, like, uh, no, somebody that's like a confidant, uh, somebody that you uh, work with, you know, like. A consigliere. A consigliere, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, just somebody you work with. But anyway, yeah. what I'm trying to say is, is not, say again. An associate. Thank you. An associate. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, I am not going to sit here and say that I have any ties with you at all because I know the bad. I've know I know the dirty you've done and I don't want to be connected with that because if I if you if I am connected with that, then that's some serious trouble. So let me get you out of the let me get you out of the team as quickly as possible and denounce my friendship with you as quickly as possible because I don't want this to come back and bite me in the butt. That, that's kind of what I think is going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
what I think it could have happened, that could have happened. Like I said, I'm playing multiple, multiple angles here, you know? Maybe, yeah. maybe, like I said, maybe Trump knew about this all along. Maybe Trump was involved with it. We don't know. All I know is I'm just playing those possibilities out there. And I know that there are a lot of people out there that'll sit there and, and, and there's, you know, like I said, there's a lot of people out there that think that believe that Trump could do no wrong. So, <clears throat> you know, let it rip in the comments down below. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm definitely interested to see what you guys think about this for sure. You know? Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, obviously, everything's just going to court, or just they're just being arrested and indicted, and right. So we're going to see. I mean, I imagine that's going to be, you know, does he have any dirt on anybody that people don't want him uh, coming out and talking about other stuff like Bannon or Trump? <laughs> uh, Bannon. Bannon, man. Yeah, because I remember he worked for Breitbart, that far right like magazine yeah. right and like he like i think that's when trump and and him really started hitting it off right because they started pushing for him on that site yeah and then even though it's like a really alt-right and typically will have like a, a white nationalist type of view uh that are, are and like some of the titles and things that are on there like right a little far leaning um the but like after you know and he started pushing for pushing trump and you know they you know, any, anybody that's in the like the news media that could had other contacts and stuff like that, and that's what a big part of his thing was, is coming in and then being able to help, you know, kind of manipulate the media and how the word was being put out. I, you know, <clears throat> I don't know if Trump was involved. I, I, you know, at this point, I doubt it. Um, it sounds like, you know, how many of these other build the wall campaigns went up and who else right. was involved in those ones? It's worth looking into. Uh, especially since most of those build the wall campaigns have led to nothing. And they're like, it's particularly this one. I remember like last year we were looking at this and there's always supposed to be like, Oh yeah, next week we're going to have the first thing of the wall up. And then like that week would pass. He's like, Oh no, no, it's delayed. It's going to be, it's going to be this week. And everyone's like, okay, we gave you all this money. Uh, where's, where's the wall. It's been right. He's like, Oh, you know, bureaucratic type of stuff. You know, we got to get the, the red tape taken care of. And then nothing really happened. And I forgot about these things. I think that that's really, I think partially what some of these like nonprofits go up and do these uh, nonprofits, you know, overnight nonprofits go and do and set up these fundraisers and they hope that people donate and then don't follow up. Yeah. You know, and that's um, because if you don't follow up and five years passes, you're like, yeah, I, I gave that. I wonder if they ever built that yeah. wall. It's like, oh yeah, like, you, you didn't, you didn't mention anything. So, you know, Oh, well, yeah. we, we ended up using it somewhere else. I, I figured you already knew because, you know, you didn't even talk about it. You haven't come up and brought it up anymore and all that. So, yeah, it's a it's a very interesting. It's like I said, it's a very interesting conversation. It's a very interesting situation that happened. And I'm interested to see what happens in the near future with this whole Steve Bannon thing. If he's going to be taking other people down in regards to maybe a plea deal I don't even know how many years he might be looking at in regards to these charges. Um, mm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. You know, the, the you know, as things start to unfold, because it, it seems like think more and more things are starting to unfold as uh, we as we quickly progress towards the election. So I'm interested to see what comes of it from this point on. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. 
Moving on, we got to jump into this next thing. You know, uh, it's our top story. It's one of our top stories. Uh, and this is something I found very, very interesting. And this is kind of up Jack's alley because this is part of his part of his own lineage in his blood. It's it's all about baseball and announcing. It's all about announcing the wonderful game of baseball. All right. So that's where since, my connection stops with this with this article. <laughs> right. Right. So. So Cincinnati Reds announcer Tom Brenneman apologizes on air for a, and abruptly exits game after using a homophobic slur. Now, here's the thing. Um, you know, he has been with the uh, he has been with the Cincinnati Reds announcing for the Cincinnati Reds for a good while now. Uh, you know, this guy's a, a veteran in the game. He has been doing announcing games for baseball games for a very, very long time. And out of nowhere, unbeknownst to him, they are live. And he says something live on during one of the broadcasts. We have the clip right here. You want to hear it? I'm going to tell you right now. It is a homophobic slur. It is offensive. It is wrong. I'm, I'm actually debating if I should play the clip or not. The actual clip of him saying the word. Honestly, it's not beeped. It's not beeped. So I am. I'm actually having a I'm actually debating if I should play that clip or not. Just out of respect to anybody who is out there that might be that might be um, sensitive to those words. But then again. We've had videos of people dropping the N-word, you name it. So, hey, this is, we're, we're playing it, even keel. Forget it. We're doing it. So. <sighs> All right. So. <laughs> May delete later. Don't know. <laughs> feeling, <laughs> feeling cute. Might delete later. All right. Here we go. Fag capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show presented by... So you heard that. The F capital of the world. Yeah. So whatever he was referring to, as he was talking, the mic got turned back on while they were coming out of a commercial break, I'm assuming, and caught that little tiny word, I mean, that little tiny word that has huge, you know, it, it has a huge percussive sound, let's just say that, live on TV for the rest of the world to hear. So, of course, he felt terribly terribly bad about this and uh <laughs> he ended up apologizing for this so we're gonna we're gonna throw up the apology too because y'all need to hear this one too it's it's very it's it's very interesting hold on pulling it up here and away we go I think this still has the F word in here too. 
capitals of the world. There we go again. All right. I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart. I'm so very, very sorry. Hold on one second. Hold on, guys. Honestly, that is, that's not the right one. I mean, there is the white, right one, but... There's one where he's actually talking. It's not a fro frozen, like, it's not a freeze frame of him actually talk of, of his face. Because I want you guys to see his face when he's apologizing and everything. So, <clears throat> here we go. Sorry about that mistake, guys. Appreciate your patience. Here we go. Through this game, as Holland takes over on the mound, um, I made a comment earlier tonight that uh, I guess uh, went out over the year that I am deeply ashamed of. Um, if I have hurt anyone out there, I can't tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart, I'm so very, very sorry. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people who signed my paycheck for the Reds, for Fox Sports Ohio, for the people I work with, for anybody that I've offended here tonight. I can't begin to tell you how deeply sorry I am. That is not who I am uh, and never has been. And I'd like to think maybe I could have some people that, uh, that could back that up. I am very, very sorry, and I beg for your forgiveness. Jim Dale, take you the rest of the way home. Mm -mm -mm. Well, so there's that, guys. Um, well, uh... You know, here, you heard here it is. Word insincere. Here, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> you know, like there, there's, there's like insincere, but then it's like, here it is, here it is, man. Because I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, guys. So definitely, you know, comment down below, and I definitely want to talk to you, Jack, about this because, you know, you you come from a family, you know, that has sports announcing in the blood you know um so i i definitely i'm so happy that you're on today so that we can actually have this conversation about this because um uh, it 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 really grinds my gears the fact that he even said that kind of lingo in the workplace in the first place okay that's the biggest problem first and foremost i don't give a damn about his apology i'm just gonna keep it straight funky you always got to keep a professional attitude when you are working. Anytime that you are on a microphone, anytime that you are out there doing your thing and you are responsible for speaking to the public, you are, you are then responsible for keeping a professional attitude throughout anything that you are doing that is for the general public. 
Behind closed doors, I don't give a damn what you say. As long as I don't have to hear it, we good. But when you are live, when you are live in a workplace and you are having a conversation with your with your crew, with your people, all that, you don't know who's in the room that might be homosexual. You don't know who who's in the room that might have, uh, an, you know, a, a different lifestyle than yours. Where he made the mistake was saying that stuff in the first place. And, you know, for a fact, he says this normally anywhere else. Mm-hmm. But of course, when he's on the phone, when he's on the mic. He's like, well, this is the blah, blah, blah on Cincinnati Reds, you know, you know what I'm saying? And he's in his announcer broadcast voice persona. But when he's behind closed doors, yeah, you know, when the the lights and the phone, the the microphones are off and everything, he's saying the F word this and F word that. And he's saying homophobic slurs and all that. That is his regular vernacular, y'all. That's how he regularly ass talks. Let's be completely honest. Whoever turned on his microphone right before he started announcing just showed his true ass. That He showed his ass. Showed his ass. So, Jack, I want to know. I want to I I know what you think, man. Like, I want to know what you think for sure. I mean, talk about it. I've been up in the broadcasting booth and everything like that. And, you know, when you're up there, it's just people working. You know, it's yeah. you have a couple of different people in different rooms. You have a couple other maybe other reporters that are sitting there and taking notes. You got maybe occasionally a couple of guests that might be, you know, going around into the different like broadcast booths to, to meet the announcers or things like that. Maybe some family members or some kids that are up there. Right. But it's not a like, uh, you know, a locker room type setting where you got everyone just like going off the hook and saying whatever they want to say and like acting all rowdy. Like what, I don't know what conversation he was having. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm assuming he was talking about Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it's a, one of the things oh. like the apology right after it's not because he's sorry that he said it. He's sorry that he got caught. Exactly. And it's the, the whole like, you can hear it in his voice is that, you know, he he knows that he's going to lose his job. Yeah, you know for a fact because that's one of the main first things that he said. <laughs> he goes to all the people that signed my check. Come on, man. He just lost the bags. Bruh, yeah. you just brockmired yourself. Real talk. Yeah. You brockmired yourself. Except, you know, you didn't go and have a full nervous breakdown like Brock Meyer did. By the way, if you haven't checked, checked out that show, you all need to go check it out. It's a great show. But, bruh. He showed his ass. He brockmired himself. He just got brockmired. Come on now. You don't do that, man. That's the thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have patience for anybody who sits there and says something like that live. Now, I understand if you accidentally, there's a slippage of a word that you didn't mean to say, but it came out that way type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there was a, a situation where a guy on Fox on Fox two here in our town said, mm-hmm. said Martin Luther, something racial slur junior day. And it was, I feel was a slippage and he said it live on camera. It was a mistake. I don't think he truly thought or felt that he was going to say something like that live. And I don't think what he said was like, he was saying it to be, you know, I don't think he was trying to say anything. You know what I'm saying? I think it was just an honest mistake. People make honest mistakes all day long. 
But this one, he clearly was referring to a city as an F word. Whatever, whether that is Cincinnati, St. Louis, whoever, L.A., whatever he is referring to, whatever he's referring to, he meant to say those words. Mm-hmm. The mic just happened to be on, y'all. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, I, I never say those things at home when a mic is live. I only say it to my personal friends and family. Um, and I really apologize that I wasn't paying attention to the engineer Bruh. Uh, to stop my conversation ahead of time. <laughs> I, I was talking about cigarettes. I was, I was talking about cigarettes. Totally talking about cigarettes, y'all. The, the British version. Yeah, you know, it's talking about the the cigarettes. You know what I mean? Those 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 you know those wonderful things. Those cancer sticks. Gotta love them. You know what I'm saying? Like to call them coffin nails. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I like how he's calling out to the like the whole thing about where he's saying that. You know, he immediately goes, oh, "I'm a man of faith." Boom. And it's Instantly. like okay, uh, that doesn't back up your. Doesn't mean there's a whole bunch of people that are men of faith that are completely against the LBGTQ community in every way, shape and form. And And I think he was almost calling out to that base of saying, I need support. Someone come in and, you know, tell them not to cancel me. And then they also believe (laughs) that you can literally go to a conversion camp camp. Right. And and turn yourself straight. Pray yourself straight. I mean, come on. There's I'm not sitting here saying that all. God-fearing people think that, but there's a, there's a good amount of people out there that still believe in those things, you know? So just because you're saying I'm a man of faith, that doesn't mean anything. God forbid if he said the N-word. God forbid he said, if he says the F-word, I guarantee you he says the, the N-word. I'm sorry. If, you're, if, if it's that easy for that word to slip out like that, you, you say other racial slurs. I'm sorry. You most definitely do, you know? Now, here's the thing. There's other people out here that sit there and go, ah, you know, like, you know, slap, you know, suspend him for a little while, make him go to some sort of like sensitivity course or class or something like that. And then, you know, just bring him back on. Uh, I don't know if a lot. I don't know. We especially in this climate that we live in. Do you think he deserves a second chance? I'm talking about where Hail the, to the no. <laughs> <laughs> You've been taking my things now. But, it, it, but here it is. That's the question I ask you guys. Comment down below. Let me know what you think. Because do you think he deserves a second chance? Or is it a hell to the no? He does not deserve one at all. That's what I'd like to know. Because a lot of people think, hey, just let him, you know, it, it, it was a mistake. It was, you know, it was, he thought he was offline. He, he thought he wasn't live and he was talking amongst his peers. But then it's like, could there be a toxic environment over there for you to sit there and think that you have the right to say that just because you've been announcing for the Cincinnati Reds for, for that long? That means you're that comfortable to say whatever you want like that. Right. L- like amongst the people that you work with. I don't know. That's, I don't think that is a very, I don't think that is a good look. Long story short. And it says something about the work environment that he is in. Either people are sitting there and just tolerating his ass because he is Tom Brenneman, or they're also instigating it as well. Think about it. 
Think about it. And most definitely comment down, bef- down below. I would love to know what you think on that. But I'm, I, I'm happy that you were on, Jack, to talk about that because, you know, I've done some, you know, announcing myself. Not, not like in that regard, but I've done some emceeing for, you know, mm-hmm. at sporting events and everything, too. And, you know, the, the things that you are saying, the things that you are doing and the amount of people that are watching you and that are around you at all times, you have to, you really have to be on your P's and Q's. You really got to be about that life. You got to be on point. You make one small mistake. They run you. They run, they, they will drag you, you know? So for him to do something like that, and I understand everyone is social distancing. This is the, during the time that there's nobody in the stands, he, he, probably the, the crew that he's working with is, is extremely minimal. But at the same time, you don't say that stuff. That's him getting yeah. very, very lazy and thinking that he's at home. Yeah. Real talk. So they've, they've suspended him indefinitely. Of course. Uh, as they haven't they fired him yet. So I guess there is a process there. Of course there's a process. Um, and what did, what did they say here? The language that Tom Brenneman used this evening is hateful, offensive, and in no way reflects the values of Fox Sports Ohio. We agree with the Reds' decision to suspend him until further notice. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, one of the old adages for broadcasters is, you know, don't say anything uh, off air that you want to say on air because you never know when the mic is hot. Right. There you go. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, that's basically what you need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, pff, that's oh yeah, just in general, be a good person. Right. Uh, if you're a man of faith, uh, be a person for others, uh, and be kind, and you know, uh, don't say anything, you know, that you don't want said about you or Facts. like. What's the What's the golden rule? Uh, do unto Gender others as, as right? if, yeah. Like do, done unto you. So. Yeah. Uh, for Mr. Cat. For Mr. Yeah, for Mr. Uh, religious man, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you uh-huh. know, do as Je- what would Jesus do? He definitely wouldn't be dropping the f bomb. Real talk, he wouldn't. Let's just keep it straight, funky. He would not. You know, um, and that's just that's on you, bruh. And y- y- it sucks because the first thing he says is, "I'm truly, truly sorry." I want to say a big apology to. All the people over at Fox Sports, especially the ones, and basically, especially the ones who signed my checks. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he care that, about he anything He started else. it that way, too. It was the people at the organization that he apologized to first, not yeah. the people that he offended. Yeah. Or just for his use of the word in general. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and here it is. Like, and, and don't get me wrong. I understand that guys, you know, will talk. You know, grab them by the, you know, the guys will have their locker room talk and everything. I get that. We, we all have our, uh, a certain vernacular when we're talking with our boys, where it's a little bit more laid back, a little bit more chill. Um, but he, he's in a work environment. That's not what you say. You know what I'm saying? You don't know who's in the room. You don't know who has a child or a, a, a loved one. That might be homosexual. 
you know, or part of the LGBT, LGP, LG, oh my God, LGBTQ community. You never know. You know what I'm saying? You never know. You might just offend somebody just because maybe there's somebody has a best friend who happens to be homosexual. You just never know. You know, you, you got to be set. You got to be more careful about what you say nowadays. Man, we live in this crazy cancel culture world. It is thick. And especially right now when people have nothing better to do but be on their phones and and troll other people. So we got to be more efficient as announcers or as personalities, media personalities and everything. This is not the time to accidentally tweet the N-word when you're talking about the Nuggets. You heard about that one, Jack? No. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I need to look this up because, bruh, bruh, I forgot this dude's name. This is going to drive me nuts. Um, Looking at, oh, Charlotte yeah. Hornets to suspend radio announcer who tweeted N-word instead of Nuggets. Who does that? Who does that, man? That was just the couple, last couple days, too, huh? Yeah, that was a, cu- a few days ago. Because here's the thing. When I saw this thing about Tom Brenneman, I thought that this was the same dude. I thought this oh. was the same story. So I was like, meh. Whatever. This was last night. Then I woke up this morning, saw it again, and I'm like, oh, this is a totally different dude. <laughs> now, here it is. Who tweets? Bruh, can, do you have the story? Can you pull that up really yeah. quick? Let's talk uh, about that real quick. Might as well. We're, we're in the, the land of sports. We got to talk about this one because this one was a, a, yeah, this is sports. No, ignorant sports. Um, this is showing how stupid sports people, people who love sports are in this. Oh, my God. They, who are they hiring? Who are they hiring? Who puts the N-word instead of nuggets? Clearly, he has put the word, he has typed the word before in his phone as a tweet, not a tweet, or as a text message to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Or he was like, oh, I don't understand what the word N-word means. Let me, let me look that up on Google. Nah. Highly doubt that. So, what's the story? So This is crazy, man. This is in Charlotte, North Carolina. The Hornets radio announcer, uh, John Falk. Uh, What's his name? <laughs> F-O-C-K-E. <laughs> he probably said that really ah. loud. Fuck. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, One more time. Uh, John Fock. John. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe it's Folk. F-A-U. What's it? Focky. I have no idea, man. It might be. I don't. F-O-C-K-E. Folky. It could be Folky. There we go. There we go, Folky. It could be Folky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, yeah, he was uh, watching the, uh, the Hornets or the Utah-Denver playoff game. And uh, he was sitting at his kitchen table, and he was on Twitter, and he was doing some obscure NBA play-by-play, you know, type of stuff. Um, so he pulled out his, fair, his phone and he made two rapid succession errors. Uh, he said two keystrokes. Uh, that, that's all it took. That would have been a forgettable tweet into one he calls a horrible mistake. Uh, those two keystrokes got a Faki and suspended indefinitely by the Hornets on Tuesday and put his job in jeopardy. 
Uh, he said he meant to write, shot making in this Jazz Nuggets game is awesome. Murray and Mitchell going back and forth. What a game. But instead of Nuggets, he used the, pl- the plural form of the N-word. Oh, he said with a hard R. Bruh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he goes, oh. look out of your own screen. The U is next to the I. The T is next to the R. The other five letters, those two words are the same. Oh, my God. No, but there's a, it, it it's a U. It's a he U. Just, he literally typed it in wrong. It's, it, then, it's, then it's, he needs it's, your, your Pascal five-minute delay. But here it is. It's a U. You know what I mean? It's not an I. Mm-hmm. And then it's an ERS. Like, the, like how? How on God's earth? How? How? How dost thou type the N-word instead of typing in nuggets? Nuggets. How? He says, I was trying to get it done as fast as I could so that it was relevant by the time I posted it. And <laughs> he, I tried to type it, and obviously I mistyped the word nuggets. Oh, my and God. I did not read it. Which, as you know, that's rule number one of working in the media. And unfortunately, I didn't because I was trying to get it up as fast as possible, and I hit send. Man, you got to be a special kind of stupid, bruh. That's a <laughs> special kind of stupid. Oh, you know, really quick, I wasn't thinking. No, you don't. No, no. N-word. Oh, the, you know, the game against the Jazz. N-words are great. Send. You don't. <laughs> what's it? What are you, what are you doing, bruh? What you doing? Por qué? You don't do that, man. Mm. Hey, man, you don't do that, man. Okay? little hustle and flow, man. You don't do that, man. You know what I'm saying? You don't do that. Don't do that, man. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's so stupid. It's hilarious. That is a special kind of stupid, bruh. (laughs) Who does that? Who does that? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, was, I was writing it out. Jazz and N-words. Really fast. I was just writing it out real quick. Bruh, right. you don't do that, man. You don't do that. It took him six hours to put up an apology on Twitter, saying earlier today I made a horrific error while attempting to tweet about the Denver-Utah game. I don't know how I mistyped. I had and have no intention ever using that word. I take full responsibility for my actions. I've been sick to my stomach about it ever since. I'm truly sorry that this happened. I apologize to those I offended. Bruh. Uh, ESPN's Mark Jones... Uh, replied back in a, in a tweet uh, saying that uh, he goes, funny how my phone never types in the N-word when I type in nuggets. And in fact, when I get to N-U-G, it autocorrects to nuggets. Right. Unless Homeboy has typed that N-word so many times, it exactly. autocorrects to you-know-what. Exactly. That's the only way. Because the funny thing is, is Tanovane just said something, and I did the exact same thing. I went into my phone and typed it in. Yeah. Nuggets. I started typing in Nuggets, just N U G G, and it finished with nuggets. So I don't know. I was like, "Is this in? Could it possibly be in my phone already?" You know what I'm saying? So I did that. Nuggets didn't go into. Do you want? Do you mean the N word? You know how they have the other suggestions up above? Uh-huh. No, nah, I didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? Didn't have that. So I don't know. I'll tell you what, even if you put in uh, N-I, like, it goes to, like, nice. Yep. And night. Night. And, like, <laughs> there's Nine. Like, 
90. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't go that, that, that route. Yeah, it doesn't go. N-word? Like, bruh, damn. I got a racist phone, y'all. My <laughs> phone be racist, man. Somebody get this phone away from me, man. Somebody needs to cancel this phone. Real talk. Wow. See, but that, that's a special kind of stupid, right? He's going, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to do said thing. Brett, mm -hmm. you meant you, you've been writing it in your phone so much. You've been writing the N word in your phone so much that your phone either auto-corrected it that way or you just weren't even thinking and wrote out the N word autopilot on your own self. That says some, something about you, bruh. And uh, for that, yeah, you most definitely should be fired for that. I don't care if it's a mistake. That shows your, that tro shows your true self, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> racist fingers, you know? I blame my fingers. My fingers are racist. My mind is completely about equality. But my fingers, my fingers are racist. Chop them off. Chop off my fingers. Stupid. Can you please make like a, a parody video thing where it's like promoting your your Twitter like five minute delay thing? Where it's like, have you been recently caught up in racist tweet, tweets and maybe things that you regret? Yeah. Well, now install Pascal's blocker. <laughs> That's a great idea. Or the Pascal's delay. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, or Pascal's wager, you know? Pascal's pending posts. There we go. Pascal, Pascal's pending posts. I like that. And then you just yeah. sit there and you're like, all right, are you sure? You know, it always pops up. Does Your it? face. Are you, you sure? Ah, ah, ah. You sure? Ah, ah, ah. I would kill for that. Jurassic Park. I think every celebrity needs that. You know what I'm saying? Every celebrity, every, every influencer every public figure basically every public figure needs to have that kind of app just installed into their damn phone real talk you know what i'm saying it's insane how ridiculous people are ridiculous anyway we got to go into a quick commercial break but when we come back we're gonna be talking about I, I, this is weird but you know not every day do i talk about anybody like Bella Thorne, but we will be talking about Bella Thorne. Bella Thorne has an OnlyFans account? Yeah. Disney star, child star, obviously she is a grown woman, now has a OnlyFans account. We're going to be talking about that very, very shortly. We'll be right back. This is the Pascal Show. Bye! Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you guys so much for being on the show, checking out the show and being a part of the chat. And like I always say, if this is your first time checking out this show, please go hit that like button down below underneath the feed right now. And of course, if you're watching this show for the very first time ever, 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 hit that subscribe button. I do this show Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I do a show at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So you get to see me twice in one day if you can tolerate me. <laughs> so uh, be sure to hit that subscribe button and be a part of the conversation. All right, guys. But anyway, we got to jump into this other story. Uh, I found this very interesting as well uh, because this is new and it's been kind of it's kind of been blowing up on 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 all over the social media. It's been trending really hard. 
on on uh, you know as far as Google, Twitter. Y'all need to know about this. Okay, so former Disney child star Bella Thorne is <laughs> has now joined the platform OnlyFans. Now, if you don't know if you don't know what OnlyFans is, then you've been living under a rock because it's been a thing. It has been a conversation piece for a while now in regards to there's a lot of it's a it's a platform that is known for uh, putting in uh, for for women or people to sell their nudes or for a membership. You can go and see a person in scantily clad clothes um, you know, tasteful nudes or just straight up pornographic uh, images. Now, uh, this has been a very popular thing as of late because we are all locked up. Quarantine is very real and very tough. We are all here dealing with all this stuff in regards to where's our next paycheck coming from, okay? Everyone's wondering that, okay? Even, even the celebrities now are trying to find ways where they can secure the bag, a lot of them now are starting to look towards OnlyFans. Like somebody like Cardi B. Cardi B opened up and started her own OnlyFans. But the funny thing is, is that she's using the OnlyFans not as a, a place to show scantily clad photos of herself, but it's an opportunity for her to connect with her fans, aka for them to pay a certain membership fee for them, for her to actually be able to correspond with them, talk to them, you name it, you name it, be able to do those things. So Bella Thorne is also one of the other celebrities that has decided to open up their own OnlyFans. Um, and she said, you know, this obviously is the, the former Disney star is now charging $20 a month for her exclusive, co exclusive content. Um, because back a, a little bit ago, she was leaking her own nudes. She leaked her own nudes on social media because I guess people were trying to hack her phone, hack her accounts so that they could get her nudes. You know, this is a real thing. People do this for real. They did this to uh, Jennifer Lawrence a few years back. I mean, they do it to everybody, it seems like. Any any uh, starlet or any female celebrity that's out there that looks good they seem to try to find as much scandalous photos or scandalous things as they can to try to sell it on the on the net um so so the uh the actress said paper told paper magazine only fans is the first platform where i can fully control my image without censorship without censorship without judgment and without being bullied online for being me so she announced the move on a in a video on Instagram and uh, by telling the fans, excuse me, I have an announcement. And it's her, you know, posing in in bikinis and lingerie and all that. And, and, and with a necklace that says sex on it. And uh, yeah, so now she is going to be doing. Or she's going to be posting. Content. I'm assuming nude content on OnlyFans for $20 a month. You got a little bit more of the extended story, right, Jack? Uh, yeah, man, just looking in here, a couple different articles I'm reading here. I mean, I guess, so last year in September, mm -hmm. um, she 
published a um, film called Her and Him on Pornhub. Uh, Excuse me? And won some AVN awards for it. Won the uh, 2019 Oldenburg International Film Festival. Uh, It was shown there, but it was released on Pornhub's premium service. But she got the best dramatic screenplay for the 37th AVN Awards in 2020. What? uh, For that movie. Wait, wait, I'm Uh, sorry. Sorry, pause, 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 pause. Time out. Repeat that. You're saying that she had a, it it was an adult film? Yeah. Whoa. She starred in it? Uh, She starred in it. She uh, she originally conceived her and him as a Christmas horror movie before the project morphed into an adult movie. Uh, And it did so, um, let's see here. Wow. Uh, yeah, she that plays an unnamed character who is dating an unnamed girl, played by Abella Danger. One day he finds out that she's been looking up how to murder your boyfriend and get away with it. The two then play a twisted game of cat and mouse uh, while she tries to figure out if she is really trying to kill him. Interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not sure if, you know, how... Wow, that's that's fascinating to me. How rated it is, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, she, uh, her team, uh, which she has a team of people behind her and stuff. And there's also this guy, Sean Baker. I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, that director. No. Uh, but he did, like, the Florida Project. He's doing another thing called Assassination Nation. Oh, okay. Uh, um, yeah. He's done a couple of these different, like, um, documentaries. But he's going to actually do a documentary on Bella Thorne's experience on L- uh, OnlyFans. Um, and she says that they have the same vision. Uh, of the movie being a conversation started for many important topics about female sexuality mm-hmm. uh, and female body shaming. Uh, so uh, that's pretty interesting. But uh, her team expects her to make over $1 million <laughs> per month. Seriously? Bruh. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Nah. 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 At twenty bucks a pop, it doesn't. It's not that hard to get there. Well, you know, here it is. Like, I don't know how many followers she has on Instagram, right? So that's a very good thing to look up for sure to see how many uh, fans that she has on Instagram. But she needs fifty thousand people to follow her and pay twenty bucks, and it's a monthly subscription. Right. And then you can pay more, and then you can also send tips. And there are a lot of fans out there. There's a lot of people that are fans of her, for sure. And she doesn't give a damn about her, you know, putting out stuff. Obviously, she's sitting there going, well, F it. If you got, instead of you guys trying to hack my phone to get my nudes, I might as well just put it on a place where you could just pay for it and you can give me the monies for it. Why fake the funk? If you want to see me nude, pay 20 bucks a month. You get to see me nude as much as often as you want. I don't give a damn. Yep. That's basically what uh, she's saying. And, and, and it's interesting because it's, it's like she's reclaiming it. You know what right. I'm saying? She's reclaiming ownership of her body, ownership of her nudes. So I could see that being a positive thing. But at the same time, like, but at the same time, this kind of says something about Bella Thorne, though, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, what happened to her when she was a kid? Real talk. Mm. I'm sorry, but. Disney. What happened? Yeah, I mean, it's Disney. <laughs> you know what I mean? Zendaya, 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 she seems to be all right. She seems to be okay. Um, but at the same time, like, you just never know. You just never know. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the other thing is, is Bella Thorne's career has not gone the way that Zendaya's career has gone. It's not, I don't even know if you can really call it a career. She's mm. kind of gone this weird, she's gone down a route like, you know, where she's just been a bad girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all that. And, and I'm sure a lot of people thought that she had a promising career, but when was the last time you saw her in a movie that was actually good? I don't think I've ever seen her in a movie that was good. So, and, and then you're going, who's Bella Thorne? Like Bella Thorne, who? Who? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Um, but if she, if this is a way for her to secure the bags, Hey, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt anybody. It's not hurting anybody. You know, yeah. and it's in a controlled environment. It's it's you know, you got to pay 20, 20 bucks a month to go see her butt naked. If you want her doing whatever she wants on that page, people are going to go and buy it. I don't know about a million dollars a month, but she has twenty five or twenty three point five million followers on Instagram. Oh, bruh. Never mind. And she needs she needs 50,000 of them to pay, give her 20 bucks. Oh, that's a done deal. There's plenty of creeps out there. There's plenty of creepazoids that are watching her stuff that would love to, yeah. And there, yeah. and then she, on her, uh, it says like on her actual like page or whatever on the thing, it's just like her saying "I'm your B," and then uh, it's just a link to her Amazon wish list. So she's she's playing it right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, she's playing it right. I mean, but the thing is, is that she's literally taking it. She's literally taking it. Uh, the it's taking the resort down. She's taking that avenue down. What most like porn stars do, cam girls do. Like they, that's why they do, they'll sit there and go, "Oh, I got a wish list on Amazon. Give me things." Or, "Hey, spend money and you can be a premium member and see me anytime, and I could give you personalized stuff." So, I mean, this is a thing. I mean, this is this ain't a. You know what I'm saying? She she's not reinventing the wheel she's just copying the wheel as a celebrity you see what i'm saying and of course okay. she obviously is very open and cool and comfortable with her sexuality and putting herself out there so i guess you know if you want to make that money you want to secure the bags honey go ahead and do it you know what i'm saying do it i guess i i, I can't really you know i i can sit here and throw shade on it all day long but uh hey it's her body it's her it's her life you know what i'm saying if that's the life she wants to go down, that's the life she wants to go down. But it also does make me wonder, what happened, girl? What happened to you? What happened? You know what I'm saying? Just out of curiosity. Uh, Tyrannus just said, um, obviously you haven't watched her porn movie. Sure, that one was good. So, no, I have not seen it. I, I've actually, I actually am interested to see what she did in the movie. Like, it could have been her in the movie, just acting in it, but then there's a lot of sex scenes in mm. there, but she's not involved in them. You see what I'm saying? So she right. could be just in the movie acting, but then again, she seems like she's very free and just down for whatever. You know what I'm saying? So... What are you watching, Pascal? It, it won awards! It I'm, won I'm, awards! I'm doing research! <laughs> I'm doing research right now! Um, so yeah, Interesting, y'all. Interesting. Very, very interesting.
But like I said, there are other celebrities like Cardi B who are jumping in on that have jumped on the OnlyFans bandwagon. There's a lot of people that have jumped on. There's a lot of girls, especially a lot of girls that have jumped in on it that have that are, you know, there's a lot of girls out there that are very pretty and that are sitting there going, hey, you want a photo of me in a bikini? Hey, go go spend five dollars. You know, $5 a month, you can go check out all my stuff of me in a bikini. You know what I'm saying? There's, there are a lot of girls like that who, that are furloughed, that have no job right now, that are just chilling. A lot of guys, too. Let's not forget, there's a lot of guys out there, too, trying to secure the bags, willing to put out a, uh, willing to put out, literally, <laughs> for a couple bucks a month. You know what I'm saying? So the world is changing. You know what I'm saying? So if, if the, there's a lot of good looking bartenders out here that aren't making any money right now, like nada, zilch, that are sitting there going, man, I used to secure the bag every day at the hottest nightclub in my city. And now I'm not making any money, but I got a great body and I got a lot of followers that love me. Let me post a few photos on OnlyFans and, and make that money real quick. There's a lot of people that are doing that now, which is crazy. Yeah. However way you look at it, it's a real thing. It's crazy. <clears throat> Mr. Super said, uh, Pascal just wanted to see her acting skills, range, timing, camera friendly, LOL. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I don't, I, I'm sorry, no offense to Bella Thorne. I just don't, I don't find her attractive. I just don't. I really, really don't. But, there's a lot of people that do find her very, very attractive. To me, I don't think she is. That's just me, though. You know what I mean? Everybody has their tastes, and she just doesn't fit mine. Period. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> Tyrannus just said, learn something new. Had to Google OnlyFans. Crazy. Interesting. You've never heard about OnlyFans. Well, now you know. <laughs> If you don't hey, know, now you we're know. We're going to include brother. a link to OnlyFans in our description because yeah. we can earn 5% commission for this first 12 months. Bang. Oh, you know what? what's funny is that, <laughs> hey, you know, we, the show has an OnlyFans account, so you should go follow it. It's just, it's just a photos of my pinky toe the entire time. Ooh. You I'll know? mix one up. I'll put one of mine in there, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is that? Wait, that's not his. That's not Pascal's toe. Who is, whose pinky toe is that? Is that a toe? Or is that a... Or is that you like should a, go check this out. There's multiple toes on this channel. Multiple toes. You know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it's just photos of my dog's paw. Ooh. See what I'm saying? It's like, oh, yes. It's nice and furry. Nice and furry. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. We got to jump into this other story. Um... Because we are going to jump into the other things. You know, we, we got a little bit of time, but this is something, since we're already in the entertainment realm of the news right now, we got to talk about this movie. And Tano Vane already, uh, already talked about this uh, in, the, in the comments. So we, and, and I was like, man, that's what we're going to talk about next, man. Damn. Tano Vane's just, just jumping the gun, jumping the gun, jumping the gun. Anyway. Man, y'all need to know about this story and know about this movie. This is some real stuff. This movie is called Cuties. It is a movie that is about to be on Netflix. It's going to stream on Netflix, okay? Netflix, it's called Cutie. It is a foreign film. It is a comedy drama. 
All right. Now, there's a reason why this, this movie's getting a lot of backlash right now, and uh, the people are sh- shedding a heavy light on this particular uh, movie. And uh, I'm just going to read you guys the synopsis real quick, and I'm going to let you guys judge for yourselves where the funny is, where the strange is. Okay. So, cuties. The synopsis is Amy, an 11 year old girl, joins a group of dancers named the Cuties at school and rapidly grows aware of her femininity, upsetting her mother and her values in the process. Now, here's the thing. Doesn't seem too bad. But here's the thing. As you can see, hold on, let me get this up. As you can see, well, you kind of have like, it's super blown up. But if you can see, it is a bunch of 11-year-old girls that are clearly, that are clearly not supposed to be, hold up, lean back over again. Lean back, no, no, to the other side. Oh, there, perfect, 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 perfect. I want you guys to see this. Like this is the these are some of the images. This is obviously a very, very blown up photo of the 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 poster, the movie poster. But I want you to see these positions. This is a an 11 year old girl. This this is a dance group of 11 year old girls that are posing and dancing like this. Now, the thing is, is if you saw the trailer, because I'm not about to show you all this trailer. This trailer is terrible. I don't know how this trailer is even out there to be seen by to be consumed by people i don't even know how this movie's out to be consumed by people now i understand that there's you know it's about a a girl 11 year old girl it's a coming of age story you know uh with her growing up becoming you know starting to realize that she's turning into a young woman but at the same time the muse the the actual trailer of this movie is astronomically mind-blowing of how how many how many pedophilic how many themes of pedophilia is going on in this particular movie now if you know and here it is for those of y'all that <clears throat> for those of y'all that don't know the movie uh, that I'm about to reference, it's almost as if they took, it's almost like they took something like uh, Step Up and bend it like Beckham and smashed it into one movie. You know, it's about a, a girl who is, she, uh, if I'm, if from my understanding, she comes from a, is, she has an Islamic uh, um, traditional family that she she uh, is growing up with, you know, that she's born into. Um, but then she's, of course, in this, she, of course, really wants to dance. She really wants to express her being a girl and just being, you know, going against the traditional values that her parents have been instilling her since she was a baby. Now, it's the same thing as like Bend It Like Beckham, you know, an Indian girl uh, that lives in England has the dreams of being a professional soccer player, right? And her parents, because they're traditional, are not do not understand her obsession and her 
passion for soccer. And then, of course, but they do it in a very tasteful way. This movie is like they took Step Up, they took Bend It Like Beckham, those themes, smashed it into one movie and cast a whole bunch of 11-year-olds, 11-year-old girls in this movie. It is so wrong, this, muse, this movie. This movie's so wrong that I cannot believe that this is a movie that's about to stream on Netflix, y'all. Just in a few weeks, it'll be there for everyone to consume. This is not a movie that we should be seeing. This is a movie that's going to trigger some people. Real talk. I'm telling you, if you see the trailer, I'm telling you, it is messed up. And I get it that there are that, that these these are 11-year-old girls that are wanting to express themselves as being like they're trying to find their own independence. They're trying to they want to grow up so badly instead of learning that they're that they're 11 year old 11 years old and that they that they should at least enjoy being 11 years old. But it is hypersexualized the stuff that's in this this trailer. On 11-year-old girls, y'all, it is wrong. Oh, my God, it's wrong. Look at the difference of how the French poster is versus the Americanized well, poster. The, the thing is, is that you, you're... Can uh, you blow that it's, up or no? It's right. super blown up. So all I yeah. see is the the um comments or like the um, uh, the ratings. And well, it's, it's them like in the back with like looking like... Let me a group see. of girls just having more having fun as opposed to being presented like sexualized. Yeah, let me let me let me see if I can let me see if I can um find the find it on here real quick. But yeah, continue uh continue doing the saying what you were saying real quick. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, but this is just an overall like again, why change up like oh, this isn't going to sell as much sex sells, so let's go ahead and you know, and pinpoint all the, the spots in this movie where it makes them the most sexualized. Uh, you know, it's a, yeah, obviously young men, young women all go through a transformation at some point in time. Uh, but this isn't aimed at like, this isn't a, like a show that looks like it's a, like, Hey, other kids come and watch this show. Yeah. Right. This is like a, Hey, adults watch this coming of age movie. And right. it, it seems like it's aimed at the wrong audience. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm telling like you, it's, it's I'm telling you, I, I'm going to show you a couple, a couple photos because I, I want y'all to see this. I want all y'all to see this. And, you know, in no way, shape or form am I condoning any of this type of trash. This is bad on multiple levels. Bad. Um, but I'm trying to show I'm trying to pull up all of them. Hold on, guys. Give me. Give me one second, because I, I want you guys to see all this stuff. You know, the, it's 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 interesting the the way that certain things are being presented um, in diff It seems like in different countries how it's yeah. being presented, which is fascinating to me. I, I saw also uh, people are you know on Twitter and going uh, right in Netflix and everything, uh, but it's a, a one person a sister outrider. Uh, mm -hmm. It says, it is so revealing that the first major Netflix original to center young black girls hinges on explicit, explicitly sexualizing 11-year-old children. Whether it's acting or music, a sexualized image is too often the price of mainstream success for black women and girls. Disgraceful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I, we could sit here all day and talk about, 
the, you know, talk about sexualizing black women and young girls, but it's just young girls in general. It's literally just young girls in general. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to make it seem like, oh, you know, that, you know, they're pulling out the race card. Why you got to pull out the Uh race card? Nah, I ain't trying to say it like that. I'm just saying these are young women. These are young girls that should not be depicted this way at all whatsoever. And so I want to show you the the French, um, the actual French uh, uh, poster. Oh, this is terrible. It's so small. Freaking A. Yeah, that's too small. Damn. Hold on, guys. Ah, that's so annoying. I see some comments over here saying is uh, R. Kelly's remix to it, uh, Ignition I mean, part it, of the soundtrack. It's <laughs> basically R. Kelly's wet dream, and it's sad. It's really, yeah. really sad. This is not the stuff that you need to be seeing. This, you know, we shouldn't, this should, no. Nah. This is not, this is not what you're supposed to be seeing. But anyway, I'm going to show you this other one because uh, the French one is not, being my friend right now but i can at least show you this one this is the netflix this is the actual like netflix um the the poster that's on netflix right now okay this is the poster that's on netflix right now bruh these women just so you know these women these little girls are 11 years old they're 11 okay 11 oh there's more just wait I got another I got another photo. This is from the trailer. This is actually from the damn trailer, y'all. I cannot believe it, that this is in the actual trailer, bruh. Oh my god. This is just a still from the trailer. I'm only showing it very briefly. Okay? Here it is. Homie, you don't do that. No. 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 Do you understand? Those are 11-year-old girls, 11-year-old girls acting like that. And this is a movie that's going on Netflix, bruh? Hail to the naw. That is gross, man. That's beyond disgusting, y'all. I ain't about that life. I, I'm completely agree that this is, you know, a messed up thing. <laughs> but is there the same outrage from, like, all the pageants and the and the child pageants that are out there and they make them wear bikinis and you know all the different dress up options and they put it put their hair up and makeup on you know try to make them look 18 when they're 10 and it's uh you know it's that our society has a big issue real big issue i mean it, it is it is a big issue um it, it is a real big issue and it, yes, you're right. Pageants and all that, the same thing. I mean, but they're not like, I mean, from my understanding, they're not like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least page, pageants aren't, aren't, as, aren't as bad. I mean, yes, you're putting on your child on display as a competition thing of, look, my, my daughter, you know, my daughter is more talented and more beautiful than the other daughter. And you're, you're putting them, you're, you're pitting them up against each other in those kind of things. And those, those type of competitions and contests can really, pageants can really mess a kid up in a way, uh, especially if they keep losing or especially if they keep winning, um, you know, and, and it just depends on how the parent is raising their child like that. But this is something else. Now, 
I, I now the, uh, Brandy just said something that just caught my eye, so I wanted to say read this really quick. Just watched the trailer. I used to be a competitive dancer from eight to seventeen years old, and revealing costumes are common. Now here's the thing. Okay. I understand, Brandy. I'm not, and you, of course, I'm not trying to throw any shade on on you, Brandy. Thank you so much for the comment. But I'm going to say this. It's also say that there is like a little midriff, or there is, you know, they're they're wearing crop tops and and uh, you know, dancing shorts or something like that, where there's some skin involved. I get that part as far as dancing goes, but you could still cover some things up. Also, in the video. In the trailer, you see all these hypersexual sexual images of these girls doing these things that are dancing in a certain way that shouldn't be dance they shouldn't be dancing like at 11 years old. You could say all day about the the costumes and the clothing, but it's the movements, it's the dancing, it's the suggestive behavior that's being seen in those videos, in those dance moves, like that photo I just showed you. Of the blonde girl putting the finger in her mouth, like, and, and, you know, standing in a suggestive way. And all the other stuff that's going around, going on around that girl. I mean, my Lord, you know what I'm saying? It's not only just the costumes, you know, it's also, it's most definitely also the choreography. It's the dance moves. That poster, the first poster, poster I showed yeah. you guys. The one girl's on all fours. Another one's got her legs open. Another one is, you know what I mean? And then the, the, the girl in the middle just has her arm up. You know what I mean? In like a dance pose. But all the other ones are in some sort of suggestive position. That's, that's crazy. That's just straight disgusting. And Netflix is going to let this be on their streaming site? Holy God. You know the what I'm saying? Google reviews, if you like, just search for the movie name. I haven't even like, tried. It has uh, 202 one-star reviews. Of course it does. Uh, one person put a five-star review. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, this, is, this movie looks great for people that really want to raise their child to be a thought. Yep. <laughs> Word. You ready to yeah. raise your child to be a thought? Hey, watch Cuties, guys. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that is not how the trailer is so... Because I literally, I, I heard about it this morning. So I was like, all right, let me check out this trailer. Let me see with my own two eyes. And I watched it and I literally, my jaw dropped. I was like, this is real? This is a real thing? I can't believe I'm watching this. There's another shot where the one of the girls falls, falls down and she's wearing like... Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. You just, you just see it. It's like a shot just of her crotch. You know what I'm saying? And it's an 11 year old girl, or, you know, at least they're acting as they're, as if they are 11 years old, but clearly these girls are young girls. They shouldn't be. Oh, yo, yo, it is so bad. And this is a movie that's being okay. That got passed on and okayed by Netflix. That says something. That says something. I don't care if it it yeah. if, if it has the original a original description on Netflix. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was just saying yeah. the original description on Netflix said that it that uh, the eleven year old girl became interested in a twerking dance group. Yes. Uh, and, and then they decided to take twerking out of the description. Yeah. So that's what it was. Because when I first heard about it, 
I saw it and it said twerking group. And then in the video, in the, in the trailer, they're twerking. You know what I'm saying? They're dressed as if they are grown women dancing and stuff and doing all this crazy sexually suggestive movements and stuff. And they're 11. And this is a movie that's supposed to be okay. Bruh, I'm not, nah. I ain't about that life. You know what I mean? Oh, here we go. We got an update from Netflix. Ooh. Wow, uh, okay. And they have apologized for the inappropriate cuties poster. It was criticized for sexualizing children. Uh, and so So they've only apologized no, we didn't for the, mean to. So they've only apologized <laughs> for the poster. They're not apologizing for putting up the damn movie. Uh, and let That's me see stupid. what their actual statement was. That's stupid. That's stupid. They're only apologizing for the. Uh, so they, they quickly took down the offending artwork. Yeah. But they replaced it with something different. That don't mean a damn thing. Um, did, did they change out the entire movie? Did they re-edit the movie and take out every single dance move or every single suggestive thing in the movie? Hell to the no, they didn't. I guarantee you, they can't do that. So they're let, they're they're still gonna do it. Why? Because they spent money on it. They got their money on it. Mm-hmm. And you know why also? And I'll get all this free publicity. Exactly. They're thinking, <laughs> hey, everybody's going to be checking this movie out now because everybody's tripping about it. Now everybody's going to watch it. And then they're going to rip it apart and it's going to be, it's going to go viral. We're going to make money off this movie. Hell no. That's gross. That is freaking gross. Yeah, it says, we're sorry for the inappropriate artwork that we used for this film. This was not an accurate representation of the film, so the image and description has been updated. <laughs> the image and the description not hey guys we're sorry about the description we're sorry about this trailer we realize that it's it's a it's it's very suggestive and it could trigger some people actually we're taking down this entire movie you'll never see it on netflix on our platform ever ever again that's what they should be doing that's what they should be saying that's that's I mean, just ridiculous. I'm not down. I'm I don't have patience for that, man. Go ahead. So this movie won. Uh, let's see. At Sundance. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I think it won some stuff at Sundance. Uh, I mean, here it is. It could have the most amazing storyline. It could be, it could have an amazing storyline. Really, it could, you know, like the whole bend it like Beckham type of storyline where she triumphs, she changes her family's minds about her being a dancer and all that, you know, she's able to, you know, obviously there's a a clash of cultures in there. You know, she's going against the grain in regards to what her family values are and what she really wants to do because she just wants to dance. You know what I'm saying? I get that. I totally get that. But at the same time, though, the trailer itself is a terrible, terrible trailer. Terrible. Now, the movie could be something completely different, but there's a lot of stuff in that in that trailer that tells me otherwise. Real talk. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyrannus just said something. Some of the teen girls that wear some outfits at school are ridiculous. Many parents have uh, have had to bring clothes in from uh, for, for them to change. Uh, they continually fight the ch- dress code and push the limits. Now, I understand that piece. 
I understand that in real life. Kids, girls, g- kids want to find their own individuality. They want to be their own selves. They, they're, they're growing into their own. They're, t- under- they're starting to understand their own femininity or masculinity. I understand that. They're trying to, I understand those pieces. And I understand showing those themes in a movie, but you can do it in a tasteful way. And at least in the American way. I don't know about overseas and because I know this is a this is a foreign film overseas is a little bit different. Maybe it's maybe the the culture over there, wherever that movie was made, is a little bit more lenient about those things. But not in America. America's looking at that and going, hell no, that's not cool. That is heavily suggestive stuff that no child should be seeing. Unless that movie's R, I don't even know. Still, um, still, it's just not something that kids should see. NC-17. No. Get out of here. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, something that nobody, no parents or, or no adult, no, I'm not trying to go see this movie. You know what I'm saying? I can't believe it's a, man, I can't believe that that is even getting, they got even away with that. You know what I mean? I don't see what the rating is. Uh, yeah, it doesn't actually. I don't think it has one. Yeah. Some people give it a B minus on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, you, that's where, like that's I where said, it has the highest rating. It has four stars on Rotten Tomatoes. Four out of what? If you go to IMDb, go to you know Google reviews, yeah. everything is at one star. But wait, Rotten Tomatoes is four out of what stars? Five. Wow. I mean, give it an eighty-two percent. Maybe it is okay. a real. Maybe it is Based a off seventeen people's things. Maybe it is a really, really good movie. I don't know. I, I just all I know is a trailer that I've seen that shows me otherwise. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, it could have a mo- the most amazing message in there. But you're not gonna. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna see me sit down and watch something like that. I'm sorry. Nor would I ever let my. If I was a, a, a parent, I would not let my children see something like that, period. That is just wrong. I'm sorry. That's disgusting. That's really disgusting. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that kind of stuff. None. And you know the, for a fact that's going to trigger some dudes, some people out there. You know what I'm saying? Now, here's a movie doing it, right? But we know that this is all going on for real. Yep. And a whole bunch of schools. And a whole bunch of groups. Yep. And like our children are becoming, are hitting puberty earlier uh, since we've been kids. I mean, the, the age of um, adolescence has changed. Uh, I mean, it used to be like, what, 13, 14, where most kids were hitting puberty. Now there's some, like, kids are hitting puberty like at nine. Mm-hmm. Like this, and, you know, they say it's a lot of with the hormones and the milk and all the different things in our food products and everything. Uh, but you know, sexualization of children's gone to a younger and younger age, uh, and you know, it's a, you know, maybe that's why people are, are rating it okay because they're saying, oh, it's a true depiction of you know what uh, you know young women are going through now, and you know the type of struggles they face. But the fact that it's been made into a, you know, everything is a been sexualized in the way that it, it's being looked at. Um, but you know, this is a real issue that's out there that you know, yeah, all of our 
you know, young children are being more and more desensual, uh, desensual, desensitization, sensualization, whatever the word I'm looking for there. Desensitized? Desensitized. Desensitized? To, uh, to sexualization. Yeah. And, you know, the uh, all the images they see every day in magazines, all the movies that they see on TV, I mean, everything that they, they can turn on any of the shows on primetime. Uh, you got Bachelor out there. You got Temptation Island. You got all of these things where, you know, that's all that they're surrounded by all day long. Yeah. It's our entire culture. And we, you know, we just pick one thing out to be mad at. Yeah. Uh, you know, I under, you know, I am not for this movie <laughs> being up there and out there. Uh, but, you know, there's a bigger, a much bigger issue. And, you know, it's a lot, it's very easy to pick on one, on one show that's out there, but, you know, there's a larger movement that has to happen. Um, I mean, that's the whole reason that like, um, Kyle, you know, is out there and doing stuff is because right. there's groups of people out there that that are predators and that yeah. they look for girls that are in these types of things and they do sexualize them. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Super asked a question is like, you know, is it it's OK for a young girl to wear a crop top or show their midriff? Like they're not sexualizing it. It's the people that are looking at it that are saying, oh, that's sexual because people have been told that it's sexual. And if you see stomach or you see shoulders or you see, you know, uh, thighs or things like that. Uh, and and it, I mean, I have young kids and yeah. do I want them going out and doing this type of stuff? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Hell to no. Uh, you know, and but I could understand why, you know, if on YouTube, you know, you could if you're not watching over your kids. And it just takes one second to have a suggested movie or suggested other video that pops up that all of a sudden you think that they're watching something that was fine. Yep. And then you hear something from the other room. You're like, what is going on in there? Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, especially younger kids that are watching some of these YouTubers that are growing up and watching a, you know, somebody that was doing one type of channel. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden that person now is a teenager. They're getting a little bit, a little bit older. And, you know, now their content has changed. Yeah. But the younger kids that were watching them for their toy reviews are now getting to see them, you know, uh, change their channel into a sexy clothes party or, or whatever it may be. Or it's a haul. You know? Yeah. It's like, a, oh, yeah. I went to, I bought all this stuff on such and such dot com haul. And it's like, mm -hmm. bruh, where did it go from being making slime videos to a full on bikini haul? Like, what the heck is going on? You know what I'm saying? So I understand that piece, too. It, and it, it, it's it's weird because, yeah, as you grow um, as a, a creator or something like that grows, things start to change. You know, you you change as you grow. You know, at first you're probably doing, you know, fart jokes, toilet humor, and then you change, you know, uh, you know, that's like the kid centric stuff. Uh, but then you got to remember there's there's a lot of people like you just said, there's a lot of kids that are still kids that are consuming your stuff. Um, and I don't think a lot of creators are mindful of that. Um, and that's, that's sad. You know, it, it's a sad thing, but it, you know, unfortunately you can't stop a person from growing and changing just because the consumer that's watching hasn't grown the, at the same rate. You know what I mean? At the same time as said creator, you know what I mean? But I mean, it, but I definitely see your point. Absolutely. You know, uh, Tiernan said video WAP. 
Need I say more? Need we say more? I completely agree with that too. We got videos like WAP out there, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion's WAP that is out there that is rapping, saying all this crazy stuff. There's things that are part of the norm that's out there, part of pop culture that kids are consuming every single day. You listen to TikTok, you hear all these videos and all the, all the songs that they're doing dance moves to and stuff like that. The things that they're rapping to, you know what I'm saying? You, you got baby talking about doing something, you know, a sexually explicit thing to a girl, you know, and there's this girl who's 11 years old just, you know, hitting the woe to the song and, and mouthing the words. Yeah, I mean, we are, it, it, things are getting hypersexualized. Things are getting more lenient. And I'm not sitting here saying we got to go back to the 1950s. You know what I'm saying? It's not like I'm sitting here saying we got to go back to the 1950s and everything's got to be safe and clean and, and all that. No, I mean, you know, the, sorry, these are the harsh realities of our, of our world. But I think these, there's got to be some sort of censorship to a certain extent. For, right. the, for these Don't put young it on kids. Netflix. Just keep it all on TikTok. You know? Yeah, please. <laughs> put that whole movie on TikTok. Oh my God. That basically that is TikTok. Do you understand? That movie is TikTok. As much as everybody's like, oh my God, TikTok, it's gonna oh they're gonna ban it in in a couple of weeks. Oh my god. You guys ever seen TikTok? TikTok is disgusting. TikTok is disgusting, yo. Yeah, there's still there's some creators out there that that make content on there. That's re, there's some really talented people on there. Don't get me wrong, but then there's the other stuff, and you're like, bruh, this is real. How old is this person? And he's doing what? Stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's sad. It's really, 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 really sad. But I digress. You know, uh, cuties. It's definitely not something I'm going to be watching anytime soon. For sure. And uh, yeah, we just got to we got to keep it moving as much as it might have the most amazing message in the world. It's not going to get me to go and sit down and watch it. I can I'll read a book and I'll be just as moved. Thank you very much. Um, so moving on. Last bit, last conversation of the day. I got to turn you down real quick, Jack for this thing real quick. Come on. Okay. So this is something very interesting. So, um, Oh, come on. Okay. So Trump was asked during a, a, a press briefing, um, about his thoughts about QAnon and their theories. This is some very interesting questions that this particular reporter was asking. And uh, he puts in his two cents about his thoughts on QAnon. So we're going to check it out. During the pandemic, uh, the QAnon movement has been, appears to be gaining a lot of followers. Can you talk about what you think about that and what you have to say to people who are following this movement right now? Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much, uh, which I appreciate. But I don't know much about the movement. Uh, I have heard that it is gaining in 
popularity. And from what I hear, it's these are people that, when they watch the streets of Portland, when they watch what happened in New York City in just the last six or seven months, but this was starting even four years ago when I came here, almost four years, can you believe it? Uh, these are people that don't like seeing what's going on in places like Portland and places like Chicago and New York and other cities and states. And uh, I've heard these are people that love our country and they just don't like seeing it. So I don't know really anything about it other than they do supposedly like me <laughs> and they also would like to see problems in these areas, like especially the areas that we're talking about, go away. Because there's no reason the Democrats can't run a city. And if they can't, we will send in all of the federal, whether it's troops or law enforcement, whatever they'd like, we'll send them in, we'll straighten out their problem in 24 hours or less, okay? Well, at, at the crux of the theory is this belief that you are secretly saving the world from this satanic cult of pedophiles and cannibals. Does that sound like something what? you are behind? Or well, I haven't, I haven't heard that, but uh, is that supposed to be a bad thing or a good thing? I mean, you know, if, uh, if I can help save the world from problems, I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to put myself out there. And we are, actually. We're saving the world from a radical left philosophy that will destroy this country. And when this country is gone, the rest of the world would follow. The rest of the world would follow. That's the importance of this country. Interesting. So he went on and said all of that stuff about QAnon. Uh, I found that to be extremely interesting. Um, but what's funny to me is that he is constantly, he, he has definitely got his politician shoes on for sure. He doesn't confirm nor deny anything. Um, he just says, yeah, you know, I, I know of it. I've heard of them. These, uh, one thing that's really great is they, they like me. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I've always thought that was very, very funny. Um, you, know, I, I, you know, I'm still kind of assessing the, you know, the, the video that we, we just watched, um, you know, cause like I said, he's not confirming, he's not denying. He's just saying his thoughts on it and saying, Hey, these are my thoughts on it. And this is how I feel about them. And yes, they're doing, they're helping, they're helping keeping the world clean from all, from all the crazy stuff that the radical left is doing and blah, blah, blah. And trying to save the world, you know, uh, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Jack, what are your thoughts on this, bruh? What are your thoughts? I mean, so QAnon is a far right, like conspiracy based item. Um, and it, it's basically like an offline anarchist group. Uh, and, and so, like, I don't know. It's funny that, like, now that Trump's stating this, uh, and then Facebook, you know, uh, within the last couple of days, too, has removed over 1,950 groups and 440 pages and over 10,000 Instagram accounts associated with the QAnon movement. Mm. Uh, and, and, you know, it's a they're saying that Donald Trump is waging a secret war against a deep state network of pedophiles um, who are powerful government, business and media figures. And, and people that are commonly included in that thing are the Clintons, uh, Obama, uh, Oprah. 
you know, I think there's even been Ellen and Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. and you know, a list goes on. Uh, and essentially, everybody that's ever flown on uh, the Epstein uh, plane, you know, log, you know, uh, is kind of included in this this mix. Yeah. So, but you know, by saying, "Hey, here's a, a conspiracy group." And bring it up to the president, and then him saying, "Oh, I don't really know much about him, but I do know this and 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 this about him." Yeah. But I don't know anything about him, and you know, but like me, so they're a good conspiracy group. Yeah. And you know, if they didn't like me, then then they would be a bad conspiracy group. Yeah. And oh, you know, yeah, we're just saving. Yeah. Well, they want me to save people from this, but by not acknowledging that it is a conspiracy group and shutting them down, like all it's going to do is fuel. That entire group. Yeah. And it's a, and they think that, you know, at the base of it, that President Trump is Q. Yeah. And so, you know, now this is just going to really, you know, really, really set everything up. Uh, but QAnon began in October 2017 as an honest message um, on 4chan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a user claimed to have top security clearance within the U.S. government and signed off their post. and honestly as Q. Uh, and that's how it became QAnon. Uh, and then Q would communicate cryptic posts and claims to be involved directly in a secret Trump-led investigation, a global network of child abusers. So, yeah, I mean, supposedly there's people that follow all this stuff that every time some kind of a new post goes out in reference to pedophilia and things like that, mm. that on the QAnon post on, on 4chan are within, like, the same minute. Right. And so, like, they're saying that, you know, Obviously, it's the same, like, people that are posting on, when Trump posts about something about it, and within the same exact minute, it's posted every single time on this message board that, like, they keep on linking things up. And <sighs> Sure, I would love for our president, any any of our presidents, to be able to go down and take down a pedophilia ring, it, it, you know, if it is Word. able to be proven and they can pull people out. And if all these high-level people are involved in it, then great, take them down. Yeah, no, I, and I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree with that. I mean, I would. Here's the thing. I understand that maybe. Here it is. Let me just say this. Let me just say this. Um, let me just say this. I think Trump knows exactly what's going on with QAnon. I think he knows exactly what it is. He's playing dumb. Of course, he's giving him he's giving QAnon love for sure. He could very well be the he could very well be Q. He could very well be the man who does everything. He could very well be Superman in his mind in this world. He could be Superman in this thing. And he's just playing Clark Kent right now. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about pushing up his his glasses. Oh, I don't you know who saved you? Oh my gosh, faster than a locomotive? You know, that kind of thing. So right now, here's the thing. If he really is involved with QAnon, there ain't no way he's going to say that right there live on the sh- on on, yeah. on a press conference. He ain't Iron Man. You know what I mean? He ain't Tony Stark. He ain't going to walk up and go, I am Iron Man. It's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen, y'all. So, of course, he's going to sit there and play dumb. If that is the case that he is involved with QAnon, if he's involved with QAnon, he's not going to expose it at all. 
He will never expose it. But he's been saying stuff like drain the swamp. He's been saying all types of stuff that they use, phrases that they use in QAnon. But I'll tell you this, though. Here's the other thing. If they are, if QAnon is really, you know, working its butt off to expose the bad things that are going on out there. And, of course, they're throwing them out there as, uh, let's just say, as conspiracy theories, you know, because they're all conspiracy theories as of late. Of course, he's not going to sit there and expose himself. If you're out there investigating and you're all incognito and you're all undercover, you're not going to put yourself out there and say, oh, yeah, I'm a, you know, I'm a undercover FBI agent. No, you're not going to do that. You're going to go. I have no idea what you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea what you're talking about. But from what I understand, they love me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> from what I understand, they're great. They're a really great uh, group and they're doing really great things for this country. And mo most importantly, they like me. That was, a that was a joke. Clearly, he was making a little bit of a joke there. You know? So I don't really mess with them because they like me. If it was QAnon going against Trump, you know, Obviously, he'd probably say these guys are terrorists. He'd probably say all kinds of different stuff. But yes, he most definitely, I feel, has some sort of something involved with QAnon. It's just he's not going to say it out loud, and he never will until they do exactly what he's trying to do, which is drain the swamp or get the truth out there, whatever that truth is, whatever he's trying to expose. So we'll see. I mean, it's just interesting that that lady, that reporter asked that question right then and there. And then, you know, just his reaction was very interesting. You right. know, there was a, a little bit of, you know, pride in there. There was an underlying. Oh, you're going to talk about Q. Oh, QAnon? <laughs> you know, they love me and they're doing great things for this country. But no, I don't know anything about them, but uh, they love me. See what I'm saying? They're trying to help us stop the, the crazy stuff that's going on. The far left is trying to destroy this country. You know, it's kind of like he's opening up his shirt going Superman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's doing that whole like, I'm about to go save the world. Turn, go, turn myself in from, from Clark Kent into Superman. You know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I don't know what you're talking about. You mean the, you know, some man saved you? Superman saved you? Well, I'm glad he was there in, in the right time. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, there you have it. Yeah. I mean, we got several, uh, we got 19 uh, GOP congressional candidates that have uh, acknowledged QAnon. Uh, and you have, like, uh, Joe Ray Perkins, a Republican U.S. Senate candidate in Oregon, uh, had tweeted something in a video that said, I stand with President Trump. I stand with Q and the team. Thank you, Anons. And that's since been deleted. So there's going to be several uh, Q uh, supporters uh, that are potentially going to be in Congress. So cool. Really? Mm. And the plot thickens, yeah. as we were saying. The plot thickens. And it's going to continue thickening. You know, maybe maybe some truths will start finally start to be exposed here. Whether it is whether Trump is involved or Trump is not. You know, or maybe he's funding them in, on the side. I don't know. Anything's possible. Anything 
is possible. You know, what I mean? was it in all those Hillary emails? There's all the the proof. We just need those Hillary emails. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. And then it's like Pizzagate and all those things that have been leaking out and everything, bro. There are some things out there that are just unbelievable. Unbelievable, unbelievable stories, which we'll have to talk about on another show because uh, Pizzagate and uh, Wiener, uh, there's just, there are some things that would be, that would blow your mind. Um, and uh, it would be wild. And here's the thing. If, if, if QAnon is, is, is out there and, and doing and does some things like exposes people and does the right thing, like shows the truth. I am not going to get in their way. <laughs> I'm going to sit there and go, come on, drain that swamp. Go ahead. I want to see warts and all. I want to see the truth, y'all. I'm totally down for that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't against them trying to expose bad evil doers out there. Come on, man. Show me the show me the Carfax. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me see it, you know? Uh, but at the same time, right now, everything that has been put out so far has been just, uh, you know, has been called conspiracy theories. I want to see proof. I want to see those things. So I'm interested to see what happens, you know? Hillary Clinton's stuff is a crazy thing. Uh, Bill Clinton's stuff is a crazy thing. There's more photos and stuff that just leaked before he spoke the other night, did you see these the, the mm-hmm. photos? Oh man, just Google it, Google it, bruh. Like he just straight up was up there, you know. We got to wrap up the show, unfortunately, but he was up. He there's photos that have been put up of him literally uh, getting massages. Like he's sitting in a chair, and the and I think if I'm correct, the girl that's accusing him of all these things. Um, Virginia Guffrey, I think her, her name is again, I think. She is uh, behind him massaging him, like massaging his shoulders and all that. It's not like, it's not any pornographic, like caught red, red-handed photos, but he is getting a massage from her. So a lot of people are starting to send that out when he, because he went and he spoke uh, the other night for the DNC, you know? And a lot of people are like, was that the right choice? Was that the right choice to bring her or to bring him on to speak? You know, so. Yeah, Mm. it's interesting. And, you know, Mm. for a fact that Hillary will always try to protect her man till her last dying breath because she doesn't want to tarnish. The legacy but we can only imagine, we can only wait to see what really gets exposed. Yes. Well, it, it, his head is, his, like, half of his face is cut off, but yeah, that's the photo. That's the photo, one of the photos I'm talking about. Blammo. And he's just sitting there chilling, getting a massage from... It's like from, in an airport girl. somewhere or something. Yeah, yeah. He's just getting a, you know, old-fashioned, you know, shoulder massage, shoulder massage from old girl right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, by so, chance, do you have a cigar on you? Yeah. No kidding. And a blue dress. Um, so, and a blue dress. Oh, that's real nice. Thank you so much. 
Anyway. Depends on what the definition of is is. <laughs> yes. Uh, I did smoke, but I did not inhale. That kind of thing. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Then later, I did have sexual relations with that woman. Oh, with that woman? Yes, yes, oh, that, that woman, yes. Oh, that woman. <laughs> it's crazy. So sad. But anyway. Uh, but obviously, as time goes, the plot will thicken. The stories will come out. Uh, and QAnon or whoever else is going to do it will drain this lake or drain this swamp. And so I'm waiting to see what happens. The plot will thicken and will continue to thicken as we get closer and closer to this election. Anyway, we got to go. And, we got to go, guys. It's it's it. It's, I was going to say we're going to go into a quick commercial break. No, it is over. You know what I'm saying? A long commercial break until tomorrow. Yeah, a long <laughs> commercial break until 7 p.m. tonight at you know 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Jack, thank you so much for being on today, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you, Good thank you, you, thank you. Good talking with everybody. Yeah, man. Um, so, everybody, thank you so much for being on, chopping it up with us, having a good time. If this is the first time of you checking out the show, hit that subscribe button, y'all. That would really mean a lot. Just so you know, we do this show live Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I also do a show at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time as well. I will be on tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time to chop it up with you guys, talk about any developing news. I also am going to have a short one today because I really, really, really really want to see Biden's speech because I want to see if he forgets where he is. Anyway, <laughs> literally, I think that's a, what a lot of people are going to be sitting there doing, waiting to see if he goes, uh, thank you, everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm running for vice president. Wait, wait, what? Wait, what? Uh, you know, um, uh, Jill, you know what I'm saying? I'm waiting for that to happen. You know, just like I feel like he said after Jill Biden said, her speech, he walked up, and I swear to God, I thought he said, hi, I'm Joe Biden's husband. <laughs> I swear to God, I said this last night on the show, I literally dropped my phone. Because <laughs> I was like, he said what? Because what? I thought he said, hi, I'm Joe Biden's husband. I'm like, oh my God. It sounded like Joe, Jill. Right. It, it, pretty it, close. It's pretty close, you know what I'm saying? But... um. I'm, I'm looking forward to him. It, you know, Tyrannus says he'll do excellent tonight. You know what? I hope he does do excellent tonight. Real talk. I really do hope he does. But I'm waiting for him to think that he's like somewhere else. He's on a beach somewhere. You know? It's really, really um, sad seeing him like this. Real talk. Um, and let's see who else endorses Bernie Sanders. <laughs> oh, my God. During the national... During the Democratic National Convention. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll be on a little bit later on tonight for a short show um, because I definitely want to go and see uh, the DNC uh, with him tonight for sure. And uh, yeah, y'all, I will see you guys tonight. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. Have a great rest of your day, guys. I'll see you guys tonight. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.